Rack your look for spring at Nordstrom Rack and save up to 60% on brands you love. Rag & Bone, Vince, Marc Jacobs, Adidas, Joes, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. Score new dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and sunglasses, plus updates for the family and home. Get your spring on for less, up to 60% less, today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Good morning. Welcome to Fantasy Sports today here on Sports Grid. Craig Mitch, Davis Maddock. We're recapping the weekend in fantasy football. Of course, we'll preview tonight's game as well in what was a very wild slate of games uh, yesterday in the NFL. Lots of close games coming right down to the wire. Davis and I will certainly jump into the results and also, of course, the fantasy results from that, Davis, in what was a day where uh, it was one of those days where basically it's like, you know, Joe Mixon. If you had them, you probably won. If you played against them, you probably lost. And I guess that's a pretty good place to start when a, a player has that kind of performance yesterday. Yep, the 22nd most PPR points ever scored in a game by one player. Uh, pretty much if you faced one of the top 20 performances of all time, you're going to lose in DFS. If you did not have Joe Mixon's uh, on DraftKings, it was 58.1 fantasy points uh yeah you you were not going to win Devonta adams also had an absolutely monster game certainly without uh, without mixon's performance without mixon's fourth and fifth touchdown i think we would have been talking a lot more and and Devonta adams did all of his work there in the first half the miami dolphins continue their their air assault on the and the nfl tyree kill is number one amongst wide receivers in ppr points jalen waddle is number five amongst all wide receivers and PPR points. And keep in mind, Waddle missed the game. So uh, pretty, pretty uh, outstanding stuff in the NFL yesterday. Yeah, I thought so. Lots of exciting games, especially early. And then, of course, Tampa Bay comes back to win their game late. Let's get to our headlines here on Fantasy Sports today. We'll start off again with Joe Mixon, as Davis said. A performance for the ages, five touchdowns, as the Bengals just absolutely beat down the Carolina Panthers, which is what we expected the Panthers to be <laughs> once they fired their coach and traded McCaffrey. Competitive until yesterday. The Chiefs last night, they need overtime to beat the Titans 20-17. A late rally there for them. Kirk Cousins brings back you like that after leading the game-winning drive against Washington. Heineke, oh, what a bad interception for him at the end of the game. Minnesota, one of the best teams in the NFL record-wise. And also free agency is underway in Major League Baseball. And the Mets and Edwin Diaz have agreed to a five-year $102 million deal. So the trumpets will be blaring once again at City Field all season long. But Davis, going back to fantasy football for sure, Vikings are just this team that, uh, you know, kind of slog their way a little bit through these games. And then when you look at it right now, outside of the Philadelphia Eagles, you know, they're playing like one of the best teams in the NFL. But, uh, you know, certainly 
Uh, great catch yesterday. I was watching that live when uh, when Dalvin Cook caught that late touchdown. But it's like the confidence level still to me isn't all the way there with this team. I don't know why that is. I mean, no one believes the Vikings are are truly one of the one of the premier teams of the NFL. I mean that that just really that just really is the way that it is. I mean, one everyone has kind of given the NFC to the Philadelphia Eagles. I think rightly so. Certainly, you're going to find a big portion of people out there who are very bullish on the San Francisco 49ers. They just had their bye weeks. So they had, you know, they had uh, 13 days there to get the defense healthy. Debo missed their game before the bye week. Um, I, I will, you know, I'm just absolutely salivating at the chance of betting against the San Francisco 49ers as a, as a road favorite, you know, in the, uh, in the NFC playoffs. But uh, yeah, I mean, really, really what we're seeing with the Vikings is just a distillation of how poor the NFC is in, in standard of football compared to the AFC, I think. Yeah, one of those teams usually there at the end, the Green Bay Packers, Davis, they lose again, uh, this time in Detroit. Aaron Jones, the reports, uh, fortunately for him, running back, I know a lot of people counting on him down the stretch, uh, looks like he could play this week. I know he left the game yesterday. That was one key injury that I saw in fantasy football. But naturally, you know, playing anybody on Green Bay right now at this point is, is a stretch to say the least. And, uh, and look, you know, we, we've been doing a lot of comparing with Brady and Rodgers all season. Well, I mean, I think you said it best a few weeks ago, like Tampa Bay could still hang in this thing and stay in it. And that's what we're seeing. But I mean, it's almost over Davis for the Packers. Like they are just simply falling out of this thing. And it does make you wonder about all that money they invested to keep Rodgers in Green Bay. If maybe they should have torn the whole thing down because right now it doesn't look good. I mean, uh, I, I tweeted this earlier today. Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers have the same amount of combined MVPs, seven, as the Green Bay Packers and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers do have wins through nine weeks of the season. Uh, how, how about this? The Milwaukee Brewers. The Milwaukee Brewers have won a game more recently than the Green Bay Packers uh, for all of our for all of our listeners up there uh, in, uh, in Wisconsin and the northern parts of the United States. Yeah, I mean, they, look, they're paying Aaron Rodgers. Uh, he's, he's got a three-year, $150 million contract with multiple years of options, and it's the worst contract in the NFL, worse than Russell Wilson's. Uh, the, the Packers have no room to add talent in free agency. They're paying Aaron Jones a lot of money, and their wide receiver room is, is just pretty much bereft. I mean, Lazard is fine. Dobbs certainly looks like a huge win for where they drafted him in the mm -hmm. NFL draft. Christian Watson has not been able to stay healthy. He's had a concussion. He's had an ankle injury. It's... um. It's just pretty, pretty dire, especially because the Vikings. And the other thing is the Vikings are just really well coached. So that's going to help mask some of their deficiencies, I think. Yeah, uh, Romeo Dobbs got hurt yesterday, too. So the Packers definitely up against it. Moving forward, Detroit finally picks up a win. It's been a while for them, no doubt. All right, coming up next is time for our fantasy standouts. We'll run through all the great performances yesterday. And, of course, that's what we do here every Monday. And then a little bit later in the show, Andrew Erickson will join us and we'll get a preview of tonight's Monday Night Football game, final game on the slate this week, no doubt. We've got some fantasy and reality in the sports grid 60 as well. Hopefully you're still alive in your fantasy football league, but if not, stick with us. I'm telling you, we're going to get you through this, find you a way in Dynasty Leagues to help you throughout the season. I know some of you are falling out of it a little bit in November, but we're still here for you each week in DFS as well. We'll be right back. Break, break. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Price drop. Time to shop. Get to a Nordstrom Rack store today for first dibs on new markdowns. Now score even more, up to 70% off brands everyone loves at Nordstrom Rack. Denim, dresses, sneakers, tops, and more. Plus, get genius deals on jackets, sweaters, and boots for the whole family. Shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and save up to 70% with new markdowns. But hurry, deals this great won't last. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today here on Sports Grid. Craig Mish along with Davis Maddock as we take a look at the fantasy standouts from the weekend. And uh, Davis, a few weeks ago, uh, was calling for this. Hey, let Justin Fields run around a little bit. And that's where we're going to begin here at quarterback. I mean, obviously, Davis, we're going to get into this a little bit. But I suppose there are other quarterbacks that you'd want to have right now starting for you in fantasy football. Uh, but, I mean, Justin Fields is on a very short list, I think, moving forward. Yeah, probably Mahomes and Allen. Uh, Jalen Hurts, you're, you're taking those three guys over him mm-hmm. without question. And I think that's it. I think uh, you could get into a debate about, uh, you know, Justin Herbert and Kyler Murray and, and some of those other guys. But, I mean, and, and, you know, to be fair, like, Justin Fields is getting extremely lucky. I mean, he's not going to run for 60-yard touchdowns every week. We've seen right. this with Lamar. You know, Lamar has gone through stretches in his career. I mean, we started out the year, right? Remember week one, week two? We're like, oh, if you didn't take Lamar, you're not winning your league. And, I mean, look, you know, all due respect to Justin Fields, a guy I've been, you know, bigging up since he got drafted. Like, he's not Lamar, right? I mean, he's very, very good, but he just he doesn't kind of have that same slipperiness and – um also, I mean, you know, three passing touchdowns on 26 passing attempts. Like he's not gonna, he's not gonna earn those type of touchdown numbers. But I mean, you you just there there's no way you can look at what Fields has done the last month of the season and not just be super excited. I mean, more offenses being friendly for fantasy football because we have some teams, you know, the Colts and and stuff like that that literally have zero guys you're playing in fantasy. So just more good offenses. We absolutely love to see. And I've just, yeah, I've, I've totally been enjoying this Justin Fields renaissance, no doubt about it. Yeah, and uh, let's take a look at his numbers here. Yesterday, this probably would be a typo if you didn't watch, but he did have 178 rushing yards yesterday and four touchdowns, 123 passing yards, 
Dolphins defense is very much playable against in fantasy right now. They're just, they just can't stop anybody and their offense scores. So it's a, it's a good recipe moving forward. We saw it against Detroit too. Patrick Mahomes yesterday, late rally, only 446 passing yards and 63 rushing yards for Mahomes, two touchdowns and one interception in that late win. Tua yesterday was great again at over 300 yards and three touchdowns. Geno Smith, just keeps proving himself each week. 275 yards, two touchdowns, 36 rushing yards. And Josh Allen makes our list, but my gosh, he did not play well yesterday. 205 passing yards, 86 rushing yards, two touchdowns. But really what's starting to happen, Davis, is that, and I don't know really why, but Josh Allen is getting picked off a lot. Like, this is the second week in a row, and, um, you know, I don't know. The Buffalo's got to, you know, sort of get this fixed. I'm not worried about them long term. But in fantasy, obviously, if you lose points for interceptions, minus two or minus three or whatever it is, you're not very happy with this performance. Uh, No, no, you are not. I mean, this was the knock on Justin Fields, or not Justin Fields. This was the knock on Josh Allen coming out of college. This was his knock, you know, his first two seasons in the NFL. Guy's just way too loose with the ball, trusts his arm a little bit too much. He did suffer an arm injury in that game yesterday. I don't really think it matters. Like, the reason why you would be worried kind of for the Bills, though, is this is their all-in season, Craig. They they are not paying Josh Allen his mega contract extension yet. They're paying Von Miller a bunch of money. They're paying a lot of old guys money this season, whereas Kansas City, the team they are tied with at the top of the AFC, is doing the opposite. They cut a bunch of their veterans in the offseason. They passed on Tyreek's contract to the Miami Dolphins. This, this was the all-in year for the Buffalo Bills, and... I mean, look, you lose a freaking game to the Jets. And I, I'm so, and I know the Chiefs lost to the Colts, so maybe it's just kind of like, you know, in the NFL, anyone can beat anyone in any given week. But you, you got to be – I mean, the Bills front office has to be concerned that they're kind of wasting the season where they're spending all this money. Yeah, and, and by the way, they're not playing well. They did not play that well against Green Bay. Oh. They did not play that well against the Jets. I'm not worried long-term. I think Bill's probably face the Chiefs again in the end, and we'll see what happens. Again, they could have won last year too. Um, but we'll see. We'll see moving forward how this this works out. Now, at running back, a really good running back performance yesterday. Even with the limited slate, we had four 100-yard rushers. That's obviously fantastic uh, if you played one of these guys yesterday. Mixon had five touchdowns. We illustrated that earlier in the show. 150 yards. Also caught four balls for 58 yards. Kenneth Walker... The Seahawks are really just giving him the ball every time they touch it in the second half. So if they have a lead, Walker's going to do this every game. Over 100 yards, three receptions, and two touchdowns. Travis Etienne is getting all the snaps in Jacksonville right now. They came back to win down 17, 109 rushing yards, two receptions, 17 yards, and two touchdowns. Boy, he has woken up in a big way. Uh, Derrick Henry's been the best running back in the NFL over the last two weeks, a 200 and now another 100 and two touchdowns. And then Austin Eckler scored yesterday twice and also piled up seven receptions, not a lot of yards, but much better than what we saw in the first couple of weeks as Eckler is trying to, I guess, finish the season as the RB1 overall. I mean, I don't know if we'll get there, but pretty close. Uh, I mean, you got to you gotta say at this point, I mean, Mixon, Mixon did just make a pretty good, uh, pretty good attempt to try and get even with Austin Eckler. But yeah, in PPR, Austin Eckler is the number one running back in fantasy by over 18 points, uh, points per game. He is five points better than Derrick Henry. Bet, bet you'd win a bar bet on that one. I bet a lot of people would assume that Derrick Henry was a lot closer or maybe even more points than, uh, than Austin Eckler. But yeah, just, just goes to show those, um, those pass catching. I mean, for me, 
ETN, uh, you know, where he obviously started out the season slow with all those long James Robinson touchdowns. He, he's a top 10 player for the rest mm-hmm. of the season. And uh, really, assuming health and assuming that Trevor Lawrence kind of continues on this upward uh, stage of development, I, I think ETN will probably be a top five pick next season. Kind of kind of like our new Alvin Kamara. I mean, although 28 rushes yesterday against the Raiders, Alvin Kamara has never had 28 rushes in a game. You know, like ETN, ETN not only is functioning kind of as like the space back in that offense, but he's also doing the hard nose between the tackles. Like we got to get two yards and ETN is getting them two yards when they need it. Yeah, for sure. All right, let's do wide receivers here and then tight ends real quick. Uh, Devontae Adams, as Davis mentioned, had one of the better wide receiver days of the season, 10 for 146 and two scores in that loss to Jacksonville. Tyreek Hill, another big game yesterday, 7 for 143 and a touchdown. Cooper Cup back where he belongs, over 100 yards, had a really nice long touchdown. If you played him yesterday, eight catches, also a touchdown there. Justin Jefferson, pretty much unstoppable every week, 7 for 115, also scored a touchdown. And it's been a slow run for Christian Kirk, but he makes our list. He's back after a big game yesterday, 8 for 78. And a touchdown there. But, you know, more of the same players that we've been talking about make our list again. Yeah, I mean, Kirk, Kirk, kind of one of the stories of the year. Right now, he is the wide receiver 10 in PPR. Certainly was was not drafted. I think he was like the wide receiver 40, maybe, uh, or so. But, I mean, the, the story of the year at wide receiver is like, if you don't have a Dolphins wide receiver, you are just hating life every single week. Because those guys, I mean, Tyreek was, was late second, early third. Jalen Waddle was late third, early fourth. I mean, just absolutely unbelievable, uh, unbelievable stuff by them. And Justin Jefferson, first receiving touchdown since week one. Adams, by the way, eight targets in the second half, one catch. Guy, guy could have had, he could have topped Mixon's fantasy points pretty easily, honestly. All right, let's cap it off with the tight ends. Dallas Goddard from last week on Thursday, eight receptions, 100 yards. He led the way in a touchdown. Cole Komet scored twice. Thanks to Justin Fields, five receptions, 41 yards. Travis Kelsey, another monster game last night, 10 for 106. Kate Otten, week in and week out, Davis is becoming one of the big stories, surprise stories at tight end, five for 68 and a touchdown. And then TJ Hawkinson in his first game, nine for Hawkinson, he played 90% of the snaps, ran a route on every drop back, but one, nine targets. I mean, you know, like Kadarius Tony's on a new team. He plays nine snaps last night. TJ Hawkinson apparently was staying up all night studying uh, Kevin O'Connor's, you know, uh, the playbook and figuring out how to get in on that offense. And, uh, you know, uh, people at the time said the trade was worth a bit much. I mean, if TJ Hawkinson is going to be George Kittle light for the Vikings, yeah. I, I think two seconds was a bargain. Really, I do. It could be. We'll see. And uh, boy, this uh, guy Otten did not see this coming with all the options. Samba Bay has had at tight ends through the years as well. All right, Andrew Erickson is on deck. We're coming up next. We're going to preview Monday Night Football, go over some of the different things happening in fantasy football as well. Craig Mish, Davis Maddock, it's a Monday here on FSD, and we'll be right back. Don't go away. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You can make money the hard way becoming a bullfighter. Or save money the easy way with Xfinity Mobile. It sure beats making money as a human cannonball. Now through March 21st, learn how existing Xfinity customers can get a free line of unlimited intro for a year when they buy one unlimited line. 
That's hundreds of dollars in savings on your wireless bill. Visit XfinityMobile.com today. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity Internet. Reduced speeds after 20 gigabytes of usage per line. Data thresholds may vary. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. When your space has the long-lasting, noticeable scent of Airwick Vibrant Essential Mist, you'll want to invite everyone over. From book club to reality TV watch parties, even the in-laws. It smells... Amazing. Airwick Vibrant Essential Mist is infused with two times more essential oil versus regular Airwick Essential Mist for our most authentic, nature-inspired fragrance experience. Airwick Vibrant Essential Mist is perfectly portable and effortlessly easy, the way fragrance should be. Now that's a breath of fresh Airwick. Time to check in with Andrew Erickson, of course, of Fantasy Pros. As we preview Monday Night Football, we'll also get a look at what the Panthers may do moving forward. Also talk some Commanders football, some Jacksonville football as well. It is great to have you back here on the show on this Monday. Andrew, hope you are well. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, no, thanks for having me on. Uh, Great weekend of football. I can't believe Justin Fields. I can't wait to tell my children Justin Fields was once 5300 on DraftKings, a price that he will never, ever be again. Yeah, 178 rushing yards yesterday, I would agree. Somewhere around seven, probably eight, maybe even next week. We'll see. Uh, Okay, so let's take a look at the pricing tonight's slate. For those of you who uh, have not paid any attention to football this weekend, this show is probably not for you. But regardless, it is Baltimore and New Orleans tonight on Monday Night Football. Not really sure what to expect, so let's get into some of the pricing. We have Lamar Jackson at the top, as he should be. He is priced at 18800 tonight. Alvin Kamara is 17-1. We have Andy Dalton priced at 15-3. Chris Olave of the Saints is 12-9. Kenyon Drake, who's seen some uptick in playing time. Andrew at 10-8. And then Devin Duvernay could say the same for him on Baltimore's receiving side at 10,200. Obviously, Rashad Bateman, I believe, out for the year, if I'm not mistaken. So let's start there, Andrew. How do you see this one playing out? Yeah, I think that it's looking at the the clear top two guys are Lamar and Alvin Kamara. And specifically with Kamara, just looking at his role since week five, I mean, the dude has been bonkers. Seven catches per game, 18 carries per game, nearly 150 yards from scrimmage per game. And the Ravens rank third in targets per game allowed to running back. So I I don't think I'm going to get super complicated with who I want in my captain spot. Like, you know, Alvin Kamara is the engine of the Saints offense. There is no Mark Ingram. So just kind of justifying giving Alvin Kamara more of the workload in this offense. Look, he's going to be suspended next year. Like, they have no reason to just get away from Kamara, especially when one of their backup running backs is out. So I think going with Kamara in the captain spot makes a ton of sense. And then from a perspective of filling in the other pieces, I think Isaiah likely is going to be the person that a lot of people just kind of jam in by default. Oh, Mark Andrews is out. Oh, gosh, jam in Isaiah likely. But, I mean, the Saints defense knows that he's the best weapon they have on offense. And the Saints, the best thing they do on defense is take away tight ends. Like, you look at the tight ends they've played this year, even the better tight ends, they've been able to eliminate the production. So they could just press on likely and be like, we're not going to let this rookie tight end beat us. And by principle, I think it just makes sense to fade a chalky rookie tight end in most cases in DFS. So that's kind of how I'm looking at it. 
I will I will definitely be be jamming likely just because I don't write I mean one he has been phenomenal targets per route run uh, one of the top five guys in the NFL in targets per route run I do think Josh Oliver is going to see a pretty big uptick in snaps alongside of him I would imagine probably the the four best captain options for tonight's slate are going to be Devin Duvernay who has seen a big role expansion when Rashad Bateman has been out in the past I, I would imagine that the Ravens are really going to need him to win games. They were kind of using him in that Debo Samuel-esque role for the first two games that Bateman missed. Now Mark Andrews is out. And these, make no mistake about it, these are must-win games for the Ravens. Like, they are losing ground to the Bengals. They are way losing ground to the Bills and to the Chiefs. This is a team with Super Bowl aspirations, so they need these games. And uh, But Chris Olave is going to be the best captain option. You know, one of the top five guys in the NFL in air yards. The Baltimore Ravens defense has been burnt deep, I mean, really the last two years in the passing game. Alave feels like the best candidate to go for 30-plus tonight. All right, there you go. Set your lineup over on DraftKings for tonight. Now let's dive into some other topics in fantasy that should be interesting moving forward. Andrew, the Carolina Panthers, uh, you know, have really honestly been amazing the last couple of weeks I don't know how they were you know sort of staying in these games one like of course against Atlanta PJ Walker was playing great and then it felt like everything just came crashing down yesterday against the Cincinnati Bengals we saw ESPN report this morning that Sam Darnold has been activated so obviously he could be a potential option moving forward uh, we, we kind of I think we know who PJ Walker is although I'm, I'm still not 100% sure I do know who Baker Mayfield is and Mayfield actually did come in and ignite a little bit here but my gosh like which way does Carolina turn next one guy two guys three none of the above yeah I mean I really wanted to say none of the above because it's really just been a horrible quarterback carousel they have in Carolina I think with PJ Walker I think it's still prefer him from a fantasy perspective we've seen the highest production from DJ Moore with PJ Walker you know almost a 36 percent target share for DJ Moore with PJ Walker under center, even Terrace Marshall was getting more involved as another weapon. You saw Deontay Foreman be more productive. Now Walker clearly has a very low floor in certain games. You know, two of his mm-hmm. four starts have just been atrocious, where the other two have been, you know, above average. But like you said, like we've seen Baker Mayfield and we've seen him just nuke DJ Moore entirely along with his offense. Sam Darnold's more of a wild card. If they want to roll with Darnold, I'm all for it to kind of see what happens. But you know, we know what Mayfield and Sam Darnold are at this point. P.J. Walker, I think, is a more unknown quantity, and I think that they should just keep going back to him. I think, uh, I think Andrew, I think, I think he's probably right. Uh, I mean, Walker was awful in this game against the Bengals, and then Baker came in and kind of mopped up against a defense that wasn't really trying anymore. Uh, the P.J. Walker, I think, was minus 12.9 expected mm-hmm. points added, and uh, Baker Mayfield was like plus 13 expected points added. But again... You know, it's not like the Bengals were were all that engaged with uh, with what was going on by the time that Baker came in 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 the second half. I mean, up seems pretty low because like the vibes are just off. Like, why do you want to keep like a grumpy veteran Baker Mayfield who doesn't really want to be there as your backup? Whereas like PJ Walker could kind of just be a nice cost controlled backup quarterback that they have. You know, you know, let's you know, let's they get a top draft pick, they draft Bryce Young or Will Levis or CJ Stroud or whoever, and Walker can start the next four games next year and then you know, kind of be bad and get benched, but at least, at least he's not going to create like waves in, in the locker room. So I would say probably, I I would rank them Walker, Baker, Darnold in terms of likelihood of starting the most games the rest of the year. All right, let's move on now to the Washington commanders who, uh, you know, sort of, I guess you could say they sort of gave the game away. Let's be honest. Uh, Yesterday, Heineke threw a very big interception 
uh, sort of doomed them there. Curtis Samuel for the Commanders has really come on. He had three receptions yesterday, uh, 65 receiving yards, also 16 rushing yards and a touchdown. It's hard to find uh, receivers here on Washington. I know McLaurin's been a pretty big disappointment, uh, Andrew, and you know certainly Dotson, Dotson got off to that really good start. Where do you stand here with Washington? Yeah, I think for me, Curtis Samuel is probably someone I'm trying to ship off. I mean, when you have a quarterback like Heineke, it's going to be inconsistent from week to week. And we've seen Samuel's targets really crater with Heineke under center. Over the past two weeks, he only has eight targets, four targets per game. And I know that he's really actually been living off big plays. You know, he's averaged almost 19 yards per reception over the last two weeks. But again, Terry McLaurin is still the target leader when Taylor Heineke is the quarterback. So basically based on his dependence on the big plays, you have Jahan Dotson potentially returning. And then next week they're playing the Philadelphia Eagles. You know, one of the, if not the best secondary in the NFL, I'm trying to sell high on Curtis Samuel. Just like these offenses with fringe quarterbacks, when these receivers have their peak weeks, like, Give me Gabe Davis for Curtis Samuel. I'll take the the valleys with Gabe Davis, knowing that he's just one one week away from a thirty point outing with Josh Allen as his quarterback. Yeah, I could use that thirty points though. I got to be honest with you, Andrew. At this point, <laughs> I'm getting a little nervous that this is going to be a bust for me uh, overall this season. All right, we do have some breaking news here, so let's get to this as we close out our conversation with Andrew. ESPN reports that the Colts have fired their head coach Frank Reich. So now this is back to back weeks with uh, changes going on in Indianapolis. Uh, Andrew, I'll start with you here. I mean, it's pretty obvious that uh, part of this has got to be the coach's fault. But I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, was I, I, I kind of have to be in that room to understand, was it Reich's decision to, you know, sort of go out and get Phillip Rivers and then go out and get Matt Ryan? Or how much was this was the front office? I mean, it sort of leads me to believe that he must have had a big say in it if they're going to be letting him go today. But clearly the Colts just didn't have a quarterback. And you can't you can't win any games in this league by just rotating quarterbacks five years in a row. It ain't going to happen. Yeah, no, it's just one of these things where they were always in a win-now mentality. They're like, oh, we have this great offensive line. Like, all we have to do is just stick a pocket passer behind this great offensive line. And what happened? The offensive line's not great anymore. Like, nobody could have survived in that game behind the Colts offensive line. Ellinger almost, I mean, he was sacked six, seven times. Like Matthew Judon, Dietrich Wise, like all over the place. It wouldn't have mattered. You know, Patrick Mahomes, you could put him back there and he would have struggled because that offensive line can't block. So it'll be, it'll be interesting to see if they, you know, elect to go with Nick Foles as someone that's more of a steady body, if they're just going to, hey, we're ready to tank. I mean, because that's really what we're getting a feeling with this team is they're looking to the future and let's get a franchise quarterback, not let's get another retread with a veteran. I think that's I think that's probably right. I mean, I would guess Frank Reich is not the driving factor of recycling all these ancient quarterbacks. You know, I if if I had to guess, I would guess that that's more of a front office ownership type decision. But again, I mean, they're probably not doing it without him eventually signing off on it. You know, I mean, like they're not gonna they're not gonna trade for Carson Wentz. They're not gonna trade for all these guys without the coach buying in. And the Colts yesterday had the worst offensive game that any team has had since the Kendall Hinton Denver Broncos game. They averaged 2.02 yards per play on offense. Inexcusable. I mean, it just literally, like, you cannot go out there with NFL players, that offensive line, Michael Pittman Jr., those guys. Like, you can't, you, you can't have two yards per play on offense and, and have this be your team and expect to keep your job, I don't think. Yeah, a good job, by the way, to have, I would think, moving forward, especially getting a high pick if they decide, as as Andrew said, to, you know, sort of go in the tank for the rest of the year. 
you know, good skill position players, Jonathan Taylor back, decent offensive line. Davis mentioned Pittman. I mean, I don't know. It seems like a quick turnaround can happen, but it ain't happening this year. That is for sure. You know, I mean, if you told me that November the 6th, guys, that Sam Ellinger would be quarterback for the Colts and Deion Jackson would be their starting running back, I would tell you that the Colts are going to get smashed by the New England Patriots. But to the degree, uh, as Davis just illustrated, probably a bit much. Hey, Andrew, have a great rest of your week. Thank you again for coming on the show, and we'll catch up again next week. Awesome. Thanks, guys. All right. We will take a quick timeout. When we come back, more on this breaking news as the coach of the Colts, Frank Reich, is out. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You can make money the hard way becoming a bullfighter or save money the easy way with Xfinity Mobile. It sure beats making money as a human cannonball. Now through March 21st, learn how existing Xfinity customers can get a free line of unlimited intro for a year when they buy one unlimited line. That's hundreds of dollars in savings on your wireless bill. Visit XfinityMobile.com today. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity Internet. Reduce speeds after 20 gigabytes of usage per line. Data thresholds may vary. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Before we get back to some fantasy reality, let's recap the top story of the day. Fantasy reality and everywhere else. A coaching change in Indianapolis. Once upon a time, Frank Reich Davis was brought to Indianapolis and looked like it was one of the great hires in the NFL. The offense looked fantastic. Uh, And then a confluence of events obviously have led to this. Let's be clear. Andrew Luck retires. Uh, You know, Jacoby Brissett plays one year. Philip Rivers, another year, Matt Ryan, another year. And and each year that they've played, they've gotten progressively worse. The Colts just never really took the the decision to say, hey, maybe we want to take a step back here and take a quarterback, maybe take a Malik Willis or just take, you know, someone who can start for us in the future. Inevitably, today it's costing Reich his job. Yeah, it is. It is costing Reich his job. Um, you know, hard for me to say if it's it's a hundred percent justified or not. Um, certainly, I think that the on-field product that the Colts have put out there has not been the best. They're they're not even close to the Kansas City Chiefs, to the Buffalo Bills. Uh, I mean, I think even the Miami Dolphins have done a better job, sort of reinventing their team. And uh, I, you know, we'll see what decision they make with their next head coach. I think that. They're they're in the NFL right now. Feels like there's just a huge gulf between the teams that get it and the teams that don't get it. And the teams that don't get it are are truly drawing dead. They just cannot win a Super Bowl. I think the Titans, a great example. The Titans have this, I mean, the defense is nasty, and Derrick Henry is bowling guys over, and not one person outside of the of the state of Tennessee or the city of Nashville believes that they can win 
the Super Bowl. Everyone will be betting against them in the playoffs. Um, you know, uh, at the 49ers, right? 49ers are, are, you know, they have like the best skill position group offense. They don't really throw deep. They run a lot. So if the Indianapolis Colts, you know, hire some retread who just wants to play the same way, then whatever, probably a bad decision because Reich was like a good, what, B minus, B coach, probably maybe even a little bit better at his absolute best. But if they hire a Mike McDaniel type, if they hire a guy who's like actually going to revolutionize the way they play, then I can see this being an excellent decision. It's, it's kind of going to depend on what they do next. Definitely so. I mean, but if you were to tell me that the new head coach of the Arizona Cardinals next season, Davis, was Frank Reich. Exactly. Guess, exactly. Or the Broncos. Probably better. Probably better. Probably a better team next year, too. I mean, Frank, how many coaches get fired seven games over 500? That's what Reich was at Indianapolis. But, uh, hey, Ursay, very outspoken, makes rash decisions. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But best decision for this year? Probably. All right, now it's time for a little fantasy or reality. All right, Davis, let's start off with Major League Baseball. No talk of, oh, so sad, no talk of the World Series here on our show until the end of the show because of fantasy football, but that's okay. We'll do hot stove throughout, I'm sure, the winter. All right, so uh, Philly, I mean, let's just be honest. They they really just didn't come through in the big moments uh, over the weekend. Houston just exercised their will, and Jordan hit a huge home run on Saturday night to end the World Series in pretty dominating fashion, let's be honest. I, I thought Philadelphia did a nice job staying in it until they couldn't anymore. The, Houston is you know, the best team in baseball. I mean, six times in a row they've gotten to the championship series. Well, they win their second World Series. Fantasy reality, Davis, the Houston Astros will repeat as champions in 2023. There's no doubt that they will be favorites to win it all. Yeah, I mean, just based on the, uh, the 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 realities of probability, I will say fantasy. There are plenty of other, you know, good teams out there. I think. Uh, I, do you think the Astros will be favored to win the World Series next year, or do you think the Dodgers will? I mean, probably a little bit of that is going to depend on what happens. Verlander. In in yeah. yeah for for yeah Verlander. I mean, Otani has has Otani has not said I like I want to be an angel for life or like I love it here. In fact, he's kind of said the opposite he is he's kind of given the indication and make no mistake about it if Shohei Otani goes to the Yankees if he goes to the Astros if he goes to the Dodgers if he goes to the Mets wherever he goes that I mean come on that's good that's going to shift the market a little bit no no doubt about I mean even Trout like let the Trout what why does Mike Trout want to play the last bit of his career you know last five years what like why does Michael Trout want to play for the angels, right? They're, they're re- and, and why do they want to pay him uh, also? Like it, it doesn't really make sense from either side. So, and, and you know, the, the Dodgers will, the Dodgers will make at least one move that we lead our show with during hot stove season, right? They'll make at least one move sure. that kind of makes us, us gasp and adjust our priors. So I got, I got fantasy. I just think, I just think there are probably too many really good teams to declare them the, the number one favorite right now. Yeah, um, they will be. Fa- I think they will be favored to win it all. And you're you're probably unless, right, uh, unless the Dodgers get like Degrom or something like that, like something insane that we we haven't mentioned. Remember, they got Trey Turner to resign also. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would take the field as far as repeating, just because it's so difficult. And when they had the best team in seventeen, despite all the cheating stuff, they could not repeat the following year. They ended up losing. 
So I, I will say I will say fantasy they will not re- repeat. I, I will say that they will be the favorite. Probably there's some things that we have not predicted yet will end up coming true during hot stove season. Who knows? I mean, would Aaron Judge sign with Houston? Maybe. Like I, I have no idea. And, and when you know the owner of the Astros, Davis Crane. I mean, this guy is just in it to win it every year. So, like, they signed Greg right. a couple years ago. Like, they, like some they're going to do something that we haven't talked about. Maybe Jose Abreu. I don't know. They'll 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 be in the driver's seat to repeat. And I think that the odds makers at this point they can't make LA the favorite anymore because they've gone down so many times. I think you have to make Houston the favorite. But obviously, the Dodgers should be right there as well. So I will say fantasy. Obviously, I would take the field over Houston. But if you said the uh, the Astros Davis would repeat as AL champions, I would say reality. I mean, they've done it six times in a row. I'm not going to go right. against that. But World Series, no. All right. Uh, over the weekend, it was a pretty dominant performance by Georgia, sending Tennessee home. Georgia, when the playoff rankings are released, they should be the number one team in the country, followed by Ohio State. I will say that. Now, the other thing that happened over the weekend – shockingly, was that LSU all of a sudden under Brian Kelly is seeming to find their footing here. LSU beats Alabama, and and Alabama now has two losses on the season. Now, if I'm not mistaken, I think, and Brett, you'll have to correct me, I I think they still can potentially play in the SEC championship game. They're on the outside. Okay, LSU holds the tiebreaker, so it can happen. It's going to be a long shot. So uh, Alabama's chances to repeat are almost none. LSU is on the doorstep. They have a chance. Obviously, Tennessee's not going to fall that far, Davis, from losing to Georgia. So that's the scenario. Florida beat A&M. A&M's not having a good year. Auburn obviously fired their coach. Kentucky, they're not getting it. Fantasy or reality? The SEC will only get one team in the college football playoff. So the choices would be Georgia, Tennessee, LSU, and Alabama. Those would be the four that still have a chance with Alabama on the outside looking in very clearly. Okay. So the way it sets up now, one of Ohio State or Michigan has to get at least one loss, right? So mm-hmm. just because that, you know, they they have a conference championship game, right? So that's that's one eliminated, that's one team that's they eliminated play each other regular from being on the Yes, right. Okay. Regular. Then you have TCU, does anyone think TCU is going to find their way throughout the entire Big 12 season, the championship, everything, without getting a loss? Maybe, right? And if they're, if they're undefeated, if they're undefeated, they're in. And they're that's in. all of the undefeated teams. So this is, what, this is the question you have to ask yourself. Does a two-loss SEC team, whether it be Alabama, whether it be Tennessee, whether it be LSU, just regardless, right? Does a two-loss SEC team get in over a one-loss Big Ten team, and you know what? I think the answer is yes. I just because I think uh, honestly, this is uh, I think this is an argument in favor of the college football playoff because I think their edict is put the four best teams in, not not necessarily the teams with the best accomplishments, right? Because we've seen there was a, a, a UCF team that was undefeated, right? That that didn't that didn't get it. Am I right. am I remembering that mm-hmm. correctly? Yeah. Right. So I think mm-hmm. I think there there's precedent for this. So I think a two-loss Bama team, a two-loss Tennessee team, a two-loss LSU team, kind of depending on what happens with Georgia, like I, I think we will see uh, two SEC teams in the college football playoff, even even with multiple losses. I got I got reality. 
I mean, I guess we should ask, should, can there still be three? Because I, I say I say fantasy. I, I definitely think that two SEC teams are, are getting in. So, uh, you know, Tennessee losing to Georgia, Davis, that eliminates Tennessee's chance to lose in the SEC championship because they're not going to play in it. So Tennessee, I think, as long as they win the rest of their games, they're in. And if Georgia wins the rest of their games, they're in. And even if Georgia loses to LSU, that may put LSU in there for three teams in the, in the four. So Alabama's really on the outside looking in. But, yeah, I mean, this is fantasy. I definitely think two teams are getting in. Um, you know, Tennessee certainly could lose, I, I guess. They could. I mean, they didn't, they didn't look good at all, by the way, against Georgia, I thought. But, um, yeah, I think two teams uh, from the Southeastern Conference will get in. And I think the reason why is because obviously Clemson's done. I mean, Clemson's not getting in the playoff this year. That's it. So, all right, let's let's uh, let's get to our final little pop culture one here. After 12 years, Whose Line Is It Anyway is coming to an end. You could catch this show in recent years on the CW, very popular show. Fantasy or reality, Davis, you will miss this program. Whose Line Is It Anyway? To be honest, I'm a little shocked this is still on the air. Uh, I, I mean, I, I am, I am, I am familiar with this show. This was, um, this was like good daytime television when you were sick, when you were homesick from school. I, for me, I mean, a different experience for Craig, but for me, my, my memories of this show is like, you're, you're not at school or, or it's summer or whatever. And you, you flip the TV on and this show is on, uh, you know, just, there are, there are a lot of entertainment options out there in the world. And, uh, whose line is it anyway is, is below my line of things that I'm making time to watch these days, but it was, you know, I mean, like I, it was a funny show. I remember it and have, have generally fond memories, but uh, yeah, reality, not, not, not going to miss it too much. Yeah. Not, not, not me at all. Uh, the, the funniest line from you is knowing that this was still on the air. I had no idea too. So I know like some of the daytime shows, like the price is right. Like Drew Carey, I believe, I think is the host of that one. Uh, and then the evening game shows, Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy. But no, I, I did not know this was there. I have one that I have watched. So uh, we will go fantasy there. All right. Uh, before we close out here, let's uh, give you again one more time. Uh, top story of the day, uh, Davis Colts end up firing their head coach. Interestingly enough, the Colts play the Raiders this week. And uh, is it tankathon time for, I mean, for both these teams, it should be, right? Well, the Colts might, I mean, this might finally be their one opportunity to actually find a quarterback. I mean, imagine if the Colts finally yeah. actually had a top 10 pick. Maybe they could find their way. I mean, look, you know, if I, if I was in charge of these teams, I would be angling to get your guy, Anthony Richardson, and turn him into my, my you know, start. I don't think he's ready to start next year, but eventually. Like, I, I just, I mean, same thing with Malik Willis. I like guys with those tools. And Matt Ryan, by the way, has loads and loads and loads and loads and loads of contract incentives. I think, like, up to, like, $9 million of incentives. Mm -hmm. So he's staying on the bench. Yep, for sure. All right, we'll come back and wrap it up with the Sports Grid 60. So stay on the grid for that as we'll return in just a couple of minutes right here on this Monday edition of Fantasy Sports Today. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You can make money the hard way becoming a bullfighter or save money the easy way with Xfinity Mobile. It sure beats making money as a human cannonball. 
Now through March 21st, learn how existing Xfinity customers can get a free line of unlimited intro for a year when they buy one unlimited line. That's hundreds of dollars in savings on your wireless bill. Visit XfinityMobile.com today. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity Internet. Reduce speeds after 20 gigabytes of usage per line. Data thresholds may vary. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today. I'm back here with you on Newswire at 2 o'clock Eastern. We'll have more on this change of head coach of the Indianapolis Colts. Big story today here on this Monday. Let's turn it over to Davis as we wrap up our show. Here is his Sports Grid at 60. So I think there is maybe a little bit of an opportunity in the futures market right now, specifically looking at regular season MVP, because I'm pretty certain the guy leading an MVP odds is not going to win it. And that would be one Mr. Josh Allen at, uh, depending on your book, between plus 200 and plus 250. I, I think this is, Jalen Hurts would really, I mean, he'd have to get hurt or or just like truly turn back into a pumpkin. We, we talked about this last week on the show, that Eagle schedule. It's like, how do they lose? I mean, and they probably will, right? They're, they're not going to go undefeated. They'll go, they'll go 13 and four or something like that. But they get that cake schedule in the NFC. I mean, the Eagles might win four more games than the Bills. And uh, Josh Allen's dealing with this injury. They just lost to the Jets. They play in a pretty competitive division. I, I, I think they're even at plus 250, plus 300. I think there's value on Jalen Hurts for MVP. Yeah, definitely so. Uh, so I've been in this dynasty football league now. This is my fourth year in it. Uh, year one, I was terrible. Year two, I was terrible. Year three, I was terrible. And finally, Davis, in my year four, I had my shining moment yesterday. I beat the best team in the league. I don't have the best record in the regular season, but I got a really good team. And I'm feeling like there's a real chance now. The dynamic of these dynasty leagues is like, how much future do you mortgage to try and win it all? And my answer is all of it. <laughs> I really want to win this year. I've donated way too much money to this fantasy league. So we will see if I have something to root for down the stretch. We'll, uh, keep our fingers crossed on that. I need Jamar Chase to come back healthy too. All right. Thanks to Andrew Erickson for coming on the show. Of course, thanks to LTN and our producer, Brett Levy, for my co-host, Davis Maddock. I'm Craig Mish. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day in Monday Night Football. If you're sticking with us, the early line's coming up next. And I'm back with you at 2 o'clock Eastern for Newswire. Until then, see ya. You can make money the hard way becoming a bullfighter or save money the easy way with Xfinity Mobile. It sure beats making money as a human cannonball. Now through March 21st, learn how existing Xfinity customers can get a free line of unlimited intro for a year when they buy one unlimited line. That's hundreds of dollars in savings on your wireless bill. Visit XfinityMobile.com today. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity Internet. Reduced speeds after 20 gigabytes of usage per line. Data thresholds may vary. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. 
Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.